Welcome to Hunitia. We are your hosts, the wonderful Tammy Dowling and myself, Anjara Linera. On this Halloween episode, we bring you, as usual, some spooky stories. Thank you for joining us and enjoy this episode. Good night, Tammy. How are you doing? Good night and happy Halloween. We were we have been talking earlier because as you know we are friends so we talk yep. almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> and we like Tammy was mentioning that uh, and I agree with her 100%. Why do we say the veil tonight is thinner because there's no veil actually. So yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we are all the time connected with our spiritual side. Exactly. Exactly. I had someone literally comment and say that today. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just didn't want to go there because I was like, what What do you mean? Everybody says that. Or it's the dark moon. Or it's a full moon. Oh, the veil is thin tonight. Huh? The veil is the <laughs> Spirit is right there standing beside you. It's, it's There is no veil. It's there. And I guess when they mean a veil, meaning you can't see or feel or experience. But... Uh, I just, it, I, I kind of sometimes roll my eyes or I giggle or I just don't even entertain it sometimes because it's, it's like there is no veil. I'm like, I agree with you. Yeah. And even though the last year I introduced it as tonight the veil is thinner, but it's because it's a, it's a belief most people have. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes we have to deconstruct beliefs that may yes. not true. Exactly. So let's welcome the no veil. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have been um, taking well, some very interesting topics. Well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this one, like talking about ghosts tonight, only came up because if anybody knows me, I love documentaries. I, I watch them as much as possible. So um, I just watched one <laughs> about the... Um, the northern coast um, tsunami in Japan in uh, March 2011. And I was fascinated by it um, because it was mostly about ghosts. So that, you know, and, and it brought to my mind, it's like, wow, we've had actually Earth itself over the numerous years it's been around. Uh, we've had a lot of tragic, um, ex tragic, What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, tra tragic events or tragic events. Thank you. Yes, tragic events that has happened, and uh, and this was one of them, and tragic events where many people um, crossed over or did not cross over at at one time. So um, in the northern um, in the tsunami in the northern coast of Japan, it was fifteen thousand eight hundred and ninety people who crossed over. In matter wow. of of what um, I don't know how many minutes. So that's that's a lot, and not everybody crossed over. So I was really enjoying this documentary um, on people's experiences about ghosts after the tsunami. So that's when I was like, we should talk about ghosts. <laughs> yeah, because I never really grew up hearing about ghost stories or <clears throat> anything like that. I more or less experienced 
ghosts more myself so or seeing it on TV and then TV is not real anyway but um, so I was really fascinated by this this documentary and listening to people and, and sharing their stories and I was just wow wow I just kept saying wow over and I probably will watch it again <laughs> because it's amazing so I'll, I'll just share one um, so in, in this area, and I can't pronounce the name, so my apologies for anybody who's listening from Japan. Um, so in, in the city, uh, there's taxi drivers, just like anywhere else. And a lot of these um, taxi drivers have had experience ghosts getting in their car, and they start the meter, and the ghosts give them an, like a place where they want to go. And when they're on their way or when they get there, the driver will look back and the the person's gone. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And uh, they and some and a lot of them would come in wet. So they're wet, like they're from because of the tsunami. Um and or when they get to the um to their door where they where they, you know, because they, they ask to go home. They want to go home. So that every address they give them is where they go home. And what was really nice about this, that the drivers of the taxi cabs, um, out of respect for the dead, would pay their fare out of their own pocket. Oh, wow. Isn't that lovely? I oh. thought that was really lovely. So, yeah. And it's uh, so there's lots and lots and lots of um, documented. Uh, ghost stories with the taxi drivers so it's actually common now so it's like very common there so I thought that was so amazing yeah and other uh, and other ones is people being in their homes and the their door is somebody's knocking on the door um, and there's there's people saying just people standing and saying I'm wet I need I need dry clothes and out of respect, the people would go get clothes to hand over, wow. and, and the ghosts would be gone. Wow! So I I thought that was amazing as well. And they had this one lady who who is who was psychic, and she uh, explained a story where she was on her way home driving, and she saw I think she said it was like four or five men like ghosts standing, and she said she couldn't help but pull over, roll her window down. And she she had to let them know that they were dead and how to cross over um, to follow the light. And uh, she said, I know, she said, I didn't have to do it. But she said, there's so many ghosts in the town, in the mm. city, that she just felt like this was something she needs to do. Um, so thank God for her. <laughs> And, and helping the lost souls but there's so many lost souls trying to get home um, don't even know that they've they've passed so mm -hmm. I found it fantastic I it was fascinating to me watching this documentary because I had some experiences from childhood with with ghosts I I have always been very interested in the afterlife <laughs> and what happens to us and yeah. I remember um, uh, I, this happened to me with my family, but then people heard about it and then it started coming, asking me about their loved ones who crossed. Oh, wow. But the only thing that happened to me was that I could see uh, certain souls mm. right after they passed. Oh, wow. And I remember once um, 
that uh, well once I don't remember once it was in my mo grandmother's funeral right and she was a very particular woman and mm. she was very curious about who who would be saying her last goodbye to her right and we were all sitting in the church and suddenly I saw her standing right by her um, her body right there she was just normal looking at who was there and who wasn't <laughs> But normally, and because my mother already knows the face I have when I see those things, she goes, is my mother there, right? And I was like, yeah, she's there. What is she saying? And she's just looking to who came and who didn't. <laughs> and then when she was like, okay, well, all my important people are here so I can leave. And she just disappeared. Wow. She was... I can't say I've seen an actual, like ghosts like what like to you when you saw her was she transparent or was she like you looking at me now or uh, how was it for you because I've never actually I've seen like I call it fog or mist moving in front of me or you know like in front of my eyes I can see like clouds or I could see like a, a shadow um, but nothing that I could pick out and say yeah that's my such and such or whatever. Um, I, it doesn't, I don't see like that. Oh, uh, the, the, the main experience I have in that um, area, or <laughs> I don't know how to explain <laughs> that, but it, it, my experiences have always been seeing them and hearing them inside of my head. But when they yeah. speak, sometimes they speak extremely loud. And mm. I think it's because when I am in this belief that this is happening to me, it's like yeah. a way of saying, yes, this is real. So they, they speak very loud and you hear it inside of your head. So yes. at some moment you may think I am going insane. And that's what's <laughs> what I used to think. Like, okay, right. I am crazy. That's right. fine. Like, yeah. Whatever it is what it is. Yeah. But I realized I wasn't crazy when I used to, uh, describe these people to the the people who were around me and knew them, right? Because many times I saw people that I have never seen or heard about, right? And I just saw them, and the way I see them is like it depends, but usually I see them younger than the moment they died, right? Not a lot younger, but no. between ten to five years younger. Oh, cool. And I see them perfectly. Like they had a body, but it's like a body made of fog. So it's see-through. So not completely see-through, but it's, it's see-through. Yeah. And I can tell that people around me can't see them. But sometimes right. there's people who can see them too. And you, see, I, because I realized that we are both looking at the same right. place yeah. and with the same face, like, yeah, what? Uh, because even though it has happened not lots of times but right. yeah more than yeah. a dozen of times yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm not doubting it anymore I don't think I am crazy now no you're not crazy not, in not, a good way but not yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no not that I'm not hallucinating <laughs> no you're not no but no. um and one thing that, that it always shocked me that was that I was seeing them younger. Right. And there was this nurse who made uh, study the work 
about people who could see family members. And they said the same, that people look younger. Yeah, they do. Even when I'm doing readings, like for me, it's it's in my my head. Like I see them in my head. Like um, it's like watching a movie, but in your mind. So when they come to me as well, um, like they'll tell me how they died, or they'll make well feel. I feel things. So, and then I'll see at the same time, and they're always like you say, much younger. Hmm. It's like they'll take me to the very end, but then they'll go right back to. <laughs> to like age maybe 50, 60, or, or even 40 for that matter. So, um, and then, you know, I'm describing the person so I can get it, the val get it validated. And I'm like, no, no. And I'm like, okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to have to explain, you know, think back 10, 15, maybe 20 years or when, it, you know, now does it make sense? Ah, yes. You know, so yeah. It depends on the ghost or the spirit. They I, would be remembered at a certain time in their life as well, when they were the happiest or the most beautiful or when they were whatever the case yeah, may be. Or when they felt better. Yes. The moment when they, when felt, they better. felt better. And with feeling better, I feel like content, happy, yeah. fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I, how I see in my mind. But yeah, I don't actually physically, other than, you know, the mist, and the, like the fog going through my house, but I don't get any information when I see it. It's just, I see it and I'm like, okay, just someone passing by, but that's about it. For yeah. me, it's, it's touched, touch. Oh my gosh. I'm constantly being touched. <laughs> it's like, hello, Tammy. <laughs> yeah. I know you can't see me. <laughs> the people are listening, but I got my finger up like tap, 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 tap. It's like, oh, it's just, you free you there? Can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, I had a, that now that you mentioned that I had one because I usually have encounters where just normal, like so normal that you can even say that it's a spooky or anything. It's just extremely normal. Like they are just living there and looking at you like, eh, yeah. whatever, like, hi, I'm, I'm here because it's my home. So what's up? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Like, exactly. Very normal. Yeah. But then mm. I had one, so one experience that freaked me out. I was dating uh, a guy and I was at his mom's house. And right. his mom always talked about and warned us when you were there the first time. She said, well, if you feel anything weird, it's because we had some experiences like poltergeists or hunt, like uh, the house was haunted somehow. Right. And I didn't really believe that at all because my experiences were always just normal. Like yeah, plain like normal. Like, yeah, you're seeing that people, but it's not like an extraordinary experience, right? But the one that she had there was very kind of like touching people, and you could feel, especially at certain hours. And he didn't come at night; he came in the middle of the day, and you could just feel a, a very cold hand touching you, right? And if you didn't pay attention, he started hitting things around you. And there was a lamp, and I swear to, to, to all the gods and goddesses, <laughs> I was studying for a biology exam, yep. and I could hear somebody knocking on a, a metal lamp, like, dunk, dunk, dunk. Yep. I was alone. Oh. And I was like, what the heck is this? Yeah. And then it just stopped, and then it came back. 
but it mm. happened to all of us and it happened to everybody that went to the house and it was hitting in different like in the you could h- hear him like knocking in the bathroom door well w- go out thinking it's somebody and you see nobody no so now uh, because you were there and experienced this so as a psychic so do you was this a ghost who just never crossed over or was this a spirit wanting to say hi and want to communicate what well, you know, what do you classify as a ghost? What do you classify as a spirit? Who was this person? Was it a negative ghost or, you know, call it a demon or whatnot? Mm. You know, there's so many different levels, right? Um, but what did you perceive it to be? Just a, a man who didn't want to live. Yeah. Like, And I think it was a family member of this person. Oh, okay. And he, because the... She always said that he felt it, she felt him to be familiar. And I always have like the sense of him being a male. Right. And it's funny you mentioned that uh, because I've checked, the, because we, we lived with them. I mean, yeah. we right. see them, we interact with them. You work yeah. with it professionally now. Yeah. I used to work with it professionally. And I, Search the definition of ghost. Yeah, what did it say? <laughs> and it says a ghost noun as a noun is the soul of a dead person, a disembodied, disembodied spirit, imagined usually as a vague shadow or evanescent form. That as as this evanescent form uh, wandering among us or haunting living persons. But I find it interesting that it says imagined. Imagined. So that means not real. Yeah. But in other dictionaries, because this is a mix of the definitions I found. Right. But in other dictionaries, they explicitly say it's the the spirit of a dead person. Mm. But it never mentions imagined. And here's the thing. Because (laughs) in some experiences I had and you had too, when you see them and you have never met them, people recognize them. And yeah. the first time that I am conscious of this is was with uh, my my grandfather's brother mm. that I just saw that man living in my house and nobody spoke to them. So I just assumed that they didn't get along. Okay. And it was my, my five-year-old mind. I said, well, they, this family don't get along very well. So I was like, yeah, they don't speak to him. Right. And one day my my aunt saw me speaking to someone and they asked, who are you talking to? And thinking I was an imaginary friend. And I started describing him and they both went like white. <laughs> she white. <laughs> uh, uh, no, she, she went absolutely white and called. Like shocked. The, yeah. The, the other sister and the three of them came and said, who are you seeing? And I described him like this, this man with curly dark hair this height and and this they go that's that's my uncle i have never heard about him they had no pictures at home of him no no pictures nothing and they they were shocked (laughs) (laughs) they said she can't be making this up no and that's no you can't and i it was so shocking for me to hear that he he had passed away because I have seen them, seen him around 
like uh, like to me yeah. he was just a, was guy, normal. a guy living <laughs> there yeah and, and then crazy. i kind of have you know these things that you start wondering about who you are and why do you see things that other people don't do and it was very confusing um moment of my life until i had a neighbor uh who heard this because my aunt told her and this neighbor said uh well i saw my sister living when she died and oh, i said wow. oh okay i'm not alone so this is normal and people see sometimes and then yeah. i i started having people coming to me telling me well yeah i saw this person and this and that but there when I was growing up because the, we had this connection with the other side it, mm. people didn't think well these are crazy people this yeah. is not real they are imagining it because yeah. it was assumed as something natural that happens yeah and it doesn't happen to everybody but it happens mm. and it's natural mm. yeah and it, it was is. There wasn't this this beliefs because when we have something that we don't understand or do, we cannot right now scientifically explain, we look for the easiest explanation. But sometimes there are mechanisms happening in life that we don't understand yet. Yeah. And and totally. Yeah, this is one of them. Like to me, it should. It, oh, I, I if I could develop a science of spirit world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be amazing, but I think uh, <laughs> it might be a while yet. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. Well, you know that uh, I'm moving, right? I'm moving mm -hmm. next. I'm, I'm moving in a couple of days. Yes. Um, so all of my house now is like I'm living in boxes. I'm surrounded by boxes and I've got things in boxes, things laid beside boxes. So I tell you a couple of things that's been happening to me lately in the house. Um uh, I was cut, you know, cooking, making supper or dinner. I can't remember now what it was. And uh, oh no, it was um, sorry. I was making a glass of water, and I wanted lemon in my water, so I took out some fresh lemons and started cutting them up and and uh, <laughs> squeezing them, put them in into my glass, and uh, so I started you know, making something else beside it, right? And not paying too much attention to the lemons I had left there. Then all of a sudden, one of the lemons started twirling around on my cutting board, <laughs> just going in circles. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one experience. And then, um, uh, so yeah, so I'm me and my husband are sitting on the couch watching TV and all of a sudden, bang. And I'm like, what in God's name? And uh, I had an art easel rested, leaning on a box. So there's, there's no way it could have fell, you know. If it would have fell, it probably could have slid and fell down, right? Like off to the side, to the left or whatever, or to the right. But this was completely face forward, down it went. Ooh. So it had to be pushed. Pushed. <laughs> So I, I got up, walked over. Yeah, I got I got up, walked over to it, and I'm like, oh, very good. And I said, stop it! <laughs> I just yelled out, stop it! Leave my stuff alone. <laughs> and so nobody, I haven't had any more uh, incidents with my things dropping or falling. But that's 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 been me now. The past two weeks, I had a couple visitors come in to let me know that they were here. Oh, um, so Halloween was coming, and they said, okay. 
Yeah, I got a scared of crap out of Tammy, but she's used to it. <laughs> trick, trick or treat, Tammy. Treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's stuff that happens to me. My daily experiences in my home, um, other than, you know, being touched. What, you know, um, lately in meditations, I've been having my hand held. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is really cool. Um, so I've got, a, I've got a lot of energy around me lately, so it's been really kind of nice actually it feels supported funny enough so but so it's my ghostly experiences lately so not as not as wonderful as uh, you seeing your uncle that you've never met yeah. that's pretty cool that's oh it really was cool. funny because he used to tell me secrets of family members really yeah and that that's I always awesome. I used to say oh you did this or that and I know this about you and people used to say who is telling the sins to this girl <laughs> Like, why did you tell her that? And like, yeah, you didn't. Yeah. And it was funny because my father used to got scared of me. And really? Yeah. Mm. And because I, as I said in the beginning, like the area I am from, and I was very lucky to be surrounded by elders who yeah. could really pass on to me these traditions. Nice. And now people don't follow them as much, but it there's a, a rebirth of that culture, and I love it, absolutely love it, because it's really fun. And at the same time, I think it's really good to be connected to the people who have lived before you and your family. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, well, one, one of these, uh, the, the part of this culture, and it fits very well with Halloween, Um, because um, in the Irish culture, uh, they have Jack, Jack O'Lantern or Jack yep. O'Lantern. Yep. Uh, this, um, I don't know the story very well and I don't want to butcher it. So mm. I'm going to tell the, the stories from my culture. <laughs> we didn't okay. have Jack O'Lantern, but we did have the, car the carving of the turnips. Oh, yeah. That's in, what my mom used to do. And She told me, yeah. In, in Samain and it developed into Halloween. Yep. And um, we had, uh, there, there was no, not a special date of connection with the, with the spirits. Right. From our daily life, we were, our daily life was, was connected with them. And they have this legend of the Holy Company in Spanish, okay. Santa Compaña. Okay. And they are the ghosts that are in the purgatory and mm -hmm. they go on walks at night and all together. Oh. And if you had the bad luck of meeting them, they would take your soul away and you could never come back to the living. Wow. And in the 17th century... Uh, they started recognizing, and I, now I'm talking from the, the, the Christian tradition, the Catholic tradition, they mm -hmm. had um, the, this, this recognition. It was uh, between this, the, the centuries um, 16th to the, the 18th, 17th centuries, but they started building good... In Spanish, it's called Peto de Animas, which are little monuments uh, for the lost souls of the purgatory. 
Oh, wow. And in almost every town and little town and village in Galicia and Asturias, we have one Peto de Animas. And they are like little churches. And they have a very detailed art. In some, you see saints. But in the one I have, in my, I have, the one, it's not mine, I don't have anything. The one, <laughs> the one, <laughs> the one I grew <laughs> with <laughs> in my hometown, uh, you see, like, little people coming out of golden flames and saying hi at you. <laughs> and that's the image. And I always felt compelled to love them. And I used to go as a child and grab the, the, the fence of the little thing and say, oh, you're not alone. Like, I came to see you. And they, they look kind of cute. Yeah. And they didn't look uh, like they were in pain or anything. It was just, and the, the flames that were golden, like, you know, it's, it, I didn't have a relationship with it that was scary. And right. I, I lived in a, a very small village. Like, we were, when I was growing up, we were only 20 people there. Wow. And my house was basically almost the last one. Like there's my house and other three together and they are the last ones. Like right, right there, you can walk 10 meters and you have the forest. Wow. Right. So I used to go for walks with the, the mother, The well, to me, it's like my mother, but it's a woman who raised me. It's not my yep. biological mother, but we used to go for walks uh, at night. Right. And, <laughs> and she used to speak to me about the Santa Campania, the Holy Company. Oh. And... She was holding my hand and saying, oh, we need to rush back home because if not, the Holy Company will come and take us. Oh, and when I asked, child. <laughs> when I try, I asked her, well, who are the Holy Company? And she said, well, they are the, the souls from the purgatory and they go for walks around and, and take your soul and you can never come back. And then you go, have to go with them with a little lantern on your hand and just go hunting other people. <laughs> at night and because I saw those those very friendly faces in that pet of the animals I was I was all the time like I I wouldn't mind going with them I I remember my my childhood mind so they must have been very cool and because I loved the forest at night because I could feel and hear all the animals and see them Mm-hmm. And I love, uh, I love the, the animals that you could see at night. Yeah. And and I I always thought like, wow, it must be very cool to be one of these animals and walk around because they can see the, all the animals. Yeah. <laughs> and like to me, it was all beautiful. Oh, so cool! But people nice. were very scared. And I even had uh, some neighbors who, oh, you could not see them at night outside. No, and they used to yell, "Oh, go inside, go inside! The animals, the animals are gonna come and hunt come you." Get you. <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing with the lantern, yeah, because and in in some areas, uh, you don't see the holy company, right? You only feel it, and you feel uh, like shivering. Like, yeah. and you then feel a cold wind, very, very cold. And when you feel the cold, you're lost because they have already taken you. <laughs> and it, it's funny because um, this lantern topic comes a lot with the beings of the night, like Jacob the lantern, like he was giving mm-hmm. this uh, light from the from hell. 
Right. We have a, I'm from hell. And the Holy Company uh, had these lanterns too. And in some areas, they don't see, like, they don't speak about the lanterns. But where I grew up, yeah, they do have the lanterns. But I'm going to explain to you, Tammy, if you're curious, okay. because I know what the lantern is. Oh, do tell. <laughs> so imagine, I'm, I'm going to take you for a walk, last, like, last year. Okay. So imagine we are going for a walk at night. Mm -hmm. And we feel the, the, the cold breeze of the autumn. And we mm -hmm. can smell the pine trees. Mm. And we can feel how the wind is moving the leaves and the mm. pine trees. And we hear this whisper of the cold wind. And you're going home. Mm -hmm. And you came from your work in your field, like... Mm -hmm your harvest and you you could take your harvest or turnips with you or cabbages or pumpkins or whatever you have but just yeah. take choose your favorite vegetable that you can harvest in autumn people okay. and you have your harvest and you go home because well in autumn the days are not as long as in the in summer and the, the night came yeah. up on us and the night catches on our field so we go through this walk back home and we go by an area of that smells like mud it's the swamp mm. and we go past the swamp and we are a little bit scared because it feels eerie mm. we mm. aren't very comfortable with it so we tie we we, we go walking faster just a little <sighs> bit because we are scared yeah mm -hmm. and then <laughs> we happen to look at the right and we see a little lantern shimmering in the darkness okay and it's a greenish light that seems to be hovering towards us <gasps> so we come run 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 home we run home run, very fast because and we forget our harvest we throw everything in the forest we keep running 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 for our life and we come back home and we sit by the fire, cold, shivering, everything is lost. And our family is disappointed at us because we threw away our dinner. <laughs> but they say, what happened to you? Are, you? are you out of your mind? You threw away your food for this month. You crazy person, what have you done? And we say, oh my God, the, the Holy Company came hunting me. Say, so how do you know it was that? I saw their lanterns. Mm. But what were those lanterns? So these lanterns are known as the Ignis Fatus or Foolish Fire. Foolish Fire? Have you ever heard this before? No, that's really interesting. So the Foolish Fire, it has a scientific explanation. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> so it's a phenomenon that is a chemical reaction of the decomposing bodies in wet areas that are buried wow. in wet areas. And so like animals? Yeah, like animals or people, or people who yeah. are decomposing in swamps or wet mm. areas. And yeah. it's like the, the gas of the decomposition yeah. coming up 
Yeah. And you see those lights and that's why it, it hovers. Right. Okay, cool. And it's made of um, methane and other gases. Yeah. And I read the gases, but I don't know how to pronounce them in English. So whatever. Gases. No worries. <laughs> it's just gas. And yeah, it, it's caused by the um, combustion of these gases. And when there's the composition, there's heat. So right. these Makes gases sense. start to uh, light up and you see the lights hovering. And well, the, the scientific term, I think it's the luminal light of this uh methane gases and, and other gases um, and this is where this light from hell comes from <laughs> well kind of you know kind of from the depths of and well people used to see them in areas where animals could die because they used to fall in the swamps yeah. and could not so you can get out you can really see how that story you know has evolved and how it came to life and and now you have that tradition and that culture you know in your culture that's actually really cool and if you mix uh, the things you see and don't understand and the things you feel you don't understand we mm -hmm. have the holy company <laughs> <laughs> you have the, the ghost touching you plus the lights and you're ooh, <laughs> ooh yeah ooh. <laughs> better run i don't care about my harvest <laughs> Exactly. You take it, devil. Take my harvest and take my take soul. Take it and go. Take it and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that story. Love that story. That was so cool. So then what happened was that people started believing that there was the, like, if they had um, buried somebody in an area that used to get wet, and when they start to decompose, they start to see in these lights, and they thought it was yeah. the, the souls of these people coming. And because it was flames... Like it was coming from hell. Yeah, makes sense. Why wouldn't you think otherwise? Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Like... Everything, everything is going to hell. Oh, my God. Oh, that was wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. That was awesome. Yeah, and this the, the Holy Company, the idea comes from this idea of Celtic culture that when people die, they, they go through a, a passage from the land of the living to the land of the dead so yeah. they spend some time in between realms where you could see them feel them etc right so this 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 um intermediate uh time between life and death mm -hmm. well, actually light and 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 heaven it was called the yeah. purgatory because yeah. you you went there to uh just pay for your sins yeah and if you then you paid for them all, you go back to heaven. And if you didn't, you go back to hell. Yeah. So I'm going to stay in purgatory a long time. <laughs> but you're going to be very warm because <laughs> you said you like warm weather. Well, that's what I do. I'll fit right in. <laughs> but go, go with the one with the golden flames. The other. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. And it's funny because there, when somebody is older and it started to think about death and it's starting to feel shame of what they've done in life and scared, they start going to this peto of petos de animas, to this little 
monuments for the animals oh, and, and leave yes. them flowers and like yeah be, may, i may go there so you better treat me well like <laughs> okay <laughs> they go to introduce themselves because they before they pass yeah well that's kind of similar that's kind of like in different parts of the world too like they'll go to um visit the dead and they'll leave gifts or they'll leave money or they'll leave notes like it's it's it's, it's kind of the same story but in a, in a just in a different different country or yeah. culture or town or whatever so it's that's really really cool so now you know why jack or, or the lantern had a lantern like he was methane so now i know now <laughs> i know because <laughs> of the flames yes <laughs> now i know well that's awesome so who's got their jack-o-lantern out tonight for halloween oh, yeah i don't i need to get on that <laughs> i have the pumpkins i haven't carved them yet Yes, your pumpkins are awesome. They turned out great. That's my goal next year. <laughs> please, please let me know when I need to seed them. <laughs> I want to have my own pumpkins too. Oh, um, let, let's give a little tip out of topic of the ghost, but in the topic okay. of the uh, pumpkin. So pumpkins need um, soil that is very um, high content in nutrients. So if for, you have planting, yeah, if you have. Okay. Uh, how do you call it in English? Like the compost? Yeah. Do you do your own compost? Like, yeah, do your own compost, yeah. Yeah, but that's the best thing you can plant your tar your pumpkins on. Mm. And they're going to grow big and beautiful Full. and tasty. And then, and then I eat them. Oh, I actually had written down a few uh, Halloween riddles. How does a vampire or how does, Dra how does Dracula uh, fly at night? No clue. On blood vessels. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, this was fun. Yeah, we we always have fun. And always. We, we hope everyone listening to us. Well, you are used to our craziness, and you know we don't <laughs> do this very serious. No, we don't. This is very laid back. Anything goes, kind of deal. So. Oh, yeah.